All right, here we go for the 17th of July, 2022. Yeah, I recorded this a couple of days ago with Aaron Smith. Aaron is um, he's one of those type of people that, you know, he just, he seems to have a drive about him. You know, he had some issues. He's going to talk about that. And he wants to help others. He wants to see others succeed. So he thought, well, why not? You know, why not, uh, you know, make a thing of it, you know, help people to get off the path of destruction they're on and get into a career and get into transportation industry. I know quite a few people that have had troubles that have gotten into transportation industry. And let me tell you something, right? Transportation industry, trucking, doesn't care if you're white, doesn't care if you're black, doesn't care if you're Hispanic, doesn't even care if you're a man or a woman. All that matters is is that you get the shit there on time. If you can get the stuff there on time, they don't care. They absolutely do not care. That's really what it comes down to. Can you get the product there on time? Can you do it safely? Can you move with efficiency? That's what's so, that's what'll get it. And I'm not saying there aren't some places that aren't got some weird stuff going on or some weird way of thinking. I'm not saying that. Just saying for the most part, all anybody cares about that you get the stuff there on time. Whether it's a big truck, box truck, you know, maybe you're doing deliveries, maybe you're doing loading, you know, whatever it is. Just, you know, there's a lot of things you can do. A lot of transportation workers out there. Yeah, I drive a truck. It's what I do. You know, it's why you listen. You want to drive a truck too? It's a good job. All right, well, that's what Aaron's saying. He's saying, hey, if you're on a path of destruction and you've got nothing going on and you're doing some shit that you shouldn't be doing, Maybe you need to be keep busy and get a job that's going to pay you some money. And transportation industry will pay you some money. There's no doubt about that. I didn't release this because I was, oh my God, I was so busy reading up on AB5. And uh, before we get into the conversation with Aaron, here's the thing with AB5. AB5 is simple, but it's complicated. Apparently it wasn't meant for truck drivers. It was meant for app-based uh, employers. You know, Uber, Lyft, things like that. That's what AB5 was written for, to keep those people under control. And then, as soon as they, the, the law went into effect, the train, you know, those companies, Uber and Lyft and all those other they they raised a bunch of money and they fought it. So they got out of it. They got out of AB5. So originally the AB5 law was for those guys. They got out of it. Now there's a lot of other industries that are dealing with the problems. Trucking is going to be one of them. A lot of people are going to be affected by this. You know, California's going to get their shit together and figure it out. Uh, quite honestly, I don't really understand what the impact's going to be. Like I said, it's a very simple law, but it's very, very complex in the way it's going to go down. So, something to think about. I don't know. I got to do more. I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, you just don't know how it's going to, which way the ball's going to roll. You know, you just don't know. So anyway, let's get in the conversation with Aaron after we start the intro there. All right. And uh, going on vacation this week. Yay. Oh, yeah. Before we do that, go to the YouTube channel. TWK, Trucking with Kingfish, same as the show. Went to the drag strip, posted a bunch of stuff in the drag strip. I personally think it's awesome. Check it out. And also, I want to put up all Aaron's contact information in the show notes. So if you are interested in anything he's got to say or what he's talking about, call him. Call him. Ask him. Ask him questions. Uh, 
you know, you, and if you have hard questions, so much the better. You know, a guy like this, the the harder your questions, the more it's going to help him because he's going to learn from your questions too. You know, the the good ones always learn from the hardships or the uh, the questions of others. All right, so all right, let's get moving on. Peace out. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right, here we go today. Don't worry if we screw up the intro. We can always correct it in post. Uh, everything gets everything gets corrected in post. That's why it always sounds so good. Uh, <laughs> so so today I'm with Aaron Smith. We're talking, and uh, Aaron's going to tell us about his story. Let's let's hear it, Aaron. Anything what you got? All right, what's going on? Thanks for having me on, man. Appreciate it for sure, man. Uh, born and raised south side of Chicago. Um, man, grew up the youngest of, of five children. Always been a been a hustler in some way form of fashion i just decided to go the uh the other route <laughs> and um long story short ended up in federal prison uh but before i get into all that um went to college um probably one of the few people that i met while i was in federal prison that that had an actual like business degree um because you know education was really pushed in my household and so i always knew i was going to go i was going to do that but outside of my door you know that's where all the other stuff was at um the, the drugs the gangs and just coming to base south side of chicago you know late 90s early 2000s and um yeah so i succumbed succumbed to that just wanted to make a quick buck immediate gratification bottom lines the best way to sum that up and um was indicted for heroin conspiracy here in chicago uh, along with my brother and like 40 plus other uh co-defendants and um while i was away i just kind of had the realization like you know I, i've always been a smart dude you know uh, I, I just had to switch hustles and switch the product over so and i also met other men that were just like me you know either aspiring entrepreneurs or you know they they ran afoul of the law maybe they were locked up for tax evasion or something like that so i, I began to spend my time around people like that um uh, just learning learning business from like a more formal formal way than just hustling on the streets and, and, and the stuff that I got in in the classroom. Um, so one of the ideas I came up with uh, when I was there was like to create a podcast uh, called Escaping the Odds, where I wanted to uh, interview uh, men and women who come from where I come from, formerly incarcerated, were, were now like successful entrepreneurs. And so been doing that for like three years. And that kind of spawned into um, me wanting to actually start creating opportunities for the men and women that come home so i started a trucking company um and during the same time i was working for a freight broker um just really learning the industry uh, doing dispatch work for them and so i kind of set off on my own started off um with a, with a one truck and hired a gentleman 
uh, that I was incarcerated with and just kind of taught him the game, what I knew about the industry and just being uh, an owner operator. And so that's pretty much been been my platform and like what I'm like pushing to do is to be able to uh, give guys and women, you know, with a background, um, just as involved to be able to um, to get in the industry and to be able to be owner operators. And from that, other opportunities kind of just spawn up. We can kind of get into that as well. But that's pretty much how my 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 career, if you will, has has kind of uh, morphed into uh, the transportation industry. Well, I really like the fact you're helping these guys when they're getting out because it seems to me if you are lost, especially like if you go away, you, you're lost when you come out because you've been out of the neighborhood. You've been out of touch with everything. Yeah. So so you have no connections or you or you get trapped back in your old ways because you're surrounded by the same people. Mm-hmm. But you get in the industry, you know, maybe you you could find someplace else or as a driver, if you don't like where you're living, no matter where it is in the country, you can you can move. Mm-hmm. You know, if you find someplace you like, yep. reinvent yourself. It's easy to reinvent yourself as a driver. Yeah, you know, and then you know, if you can't be a driver because of whatever, maybe I, you know, vision or whatever, you know, they're they're always looking for people who work docks, you know, working in transportation somehow. Yeah, yeah. There's always somebody looking for somebody. That's, that's very true. And what people don't realize, or maybe they do. Um, Trucking is probably the top three jobs that, you know, um, individuals that will, that are incarcerated now, that's what they want to do. Uh, they hear about the money that you can make. Uh, they hear about the freedom. Uh, they hear about the opportunity to kind of, like you said, reinvent themselves, kind of move on to the next city on the other side of the country and kind of can start fresh and anew. And so their, um, their interest is peaked with that. And so with the shortage of drivers right now, it's like, that's, that, that's prime, prime candidates for, for this industry. And so I just want to, just want to make sure that, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm able to kind of put guys in position, you know, to be able to, um, to be able to do that. Oh, I think it's fantastic. I know for myself, it's worked out great. I mean, I, I lived in LA, mm-hmm. I moved to Wisconsin, I reinvented myself. I started doing this. And I haven't looked back, and I've been driving truck now for twenty-seven years. Wow! Yeah. So I know it works. Yeah. I was never incarcerated because nobody ever caught me. Yeah. <laughs> but but you know, it's like I, I know it works, yeah. and I just know that there's guys that, you know, like when I first got out of the army, I didn't know what I wanted to do, and it's same kind of thing, you know, because you're so wrapped up in that world mm-hmm. that you don't know how to, you know, you don't know how to get away from it. It's yeah. like, but it seems like. You know, the guys come on if they don't know there's another way to do things or they don't have the, you know, here is the map. Mm-hmm. I've done it. You know, look what I've done. Yeah. Will this work for you? You know, you're you know, you you're smart. You can do this thing. And who knows where it could go? Yeah, no, you know? absolutely. I know countless men and women that, you know, started their trucking company with one truck and, you know, been able to um, to obtain like that, that financial freedom that we all that we all want uh, through trucking. And so, especially there's a lot a lot more women kind of jumping into the industry. I'm, I'm noticing that. And I think, I think it's a great thing, man, you know, just to have some diversity on the road. And um, yeah, so. Well, I've, uh, uh, I know quite a few uh, uh, female drivers now. In fact, I did an interview with a friend of mine. She's from Chicago somewhere in that area. I'm not sure where Robbie's from, but she's like, uh, you know, single mother. Yeah. 
you know, her, her, her mother watches her son. He's 14 now. Okay. And, you know, she, she needed to get ahead and started driving a truck and now she's doing just great. Yeah. You know, it's worked out for the whole family. You know, she's like, you know, when she first drove with me, I was the first person she drove with. Okay. And she, she thought I was like a trainer or something. Uh -oh. I'm like, no, 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 no. We're a team. We're a team. What, what goes down here is between me and you. Yeah. This is, we're a team. This, you know, we don't, uh, I ain't charging nobody. Yeah. I just been doing this longer. That's all. Yeah. And then, uh, once she figured out that we were, you know, we were a team and we weren't, you know, it wasn't some kind of training thing anymore. She did just fine. Yeah. Except, except she was like hardcore Chicago. Oh yeah. So we were, yeah, we were going through Oklahoma and she goes, she goes, Kingfish, what, is, what is that over there? And I go, those are cows. <laughs> and she goes, well, I've never seen them in those colors. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, I said, come on, oh. you've been to the zoo. Oh, what are yeah. you talking about? I said, I lived in LA and I knew they come in different colors. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. <laughs> but we get so entrenched in our neighborhoods True. that we don't, especially like like Chicago or like me in LA, mm -hmm. you don't need to leave your neighborhood because everything is there. Yeah. Or at least everything is there that you might not need. But yeah, for the most part, <laughs> uh, uh, enough is there to keep, to keep you there, basically. Yeah, exactly. And then once you start exploring the world yeah. and like I, in the truck, I've been all over the country yeah. now. In the last 27 years, it's like, wow, I didn't know this was here. I yeah. didn't know this was there. Mm -hmm. Or, uh, example, uh, anybody who lives in, like, Chicago, L.A., New York, you look up at the sky, you don't, you can't see nothing. Mm -hmm. But then you get in Utah, Montana, Nebraska, you look up at the sky, and it's like, wow, yeah. I didn't know all that was up there. <laughs> you know, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, the first time I looked up, I was like, whoa. Mm -hmm. And I got a little dizzy, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and then you start, it, you know, you start seeing these things and it starts opening your eyes to possibilities because mm -hmm. you're so entrenched in your neighborhood. Or at least that's the way I was, you know, living in L.A. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's how it is, man. So we have to we have to give ourselves access. Um, I think that was part of my um, downfall of going to prison, although I went to college. I, I never really gave myself full access to even college. You know, I just kind of. It's kind of went and, you know, by the end of the day, I was hustling. You know, I really didn't engulf myself in extracurricular activities, you know, surrounding that whole college experience, which could have led me to doing something more, you know, more positive and conducive. Um, but I spent more time in my neighborhood, which led to, you know, that sentence in federal prison. But I was able to turn it around and kind of use my tragedy um, and try be triumphant. Uh, from it, and then kind of pull other people along with me on the journey, and um, yeah, just try to make the best not only of myself but other people as well. Yeah. Well, doesn't you know? I I get this feeling from you that they like you know their success also helps motivate you to 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 go forward even more so with your own success. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, like I have this this saying like, "There's no man left behind," you know. Um, yeah. Like I. I'm still in contact with a lot of people that's that's incarcerated, um, and I know I motivate them because they hear about what I'm doing out here. You know, just just they 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 know like what I'm doing, and so it, it it inspires them, which inspires me because like you have people that's I've been there, like I know what it's like to want to look for someone for hope, you know, and someone that's been through what you've been through. And like, wow, if they can do it, I can do it. But then also it keeps me in check as well, you know, to kind of help me remember where I, where I come from and what God has brought me 
from under. So it keeps me on point, you know, when I have to check myself and when I'm, you know, being tough on myself, I kind of realize how far I've come in these uh, three plus years since my release. I think that's uh, I think that's probably the most important thing, the fact that you remember where you were mm-hmm. and at how vulnerable you were at one time. Yeah. And even though you're not now where you're at now, because if you forget where you came from, then it didn't, that ain't hard to fall. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and it, and also the, there's, you know, when you can take your own success and then share it with others mm-hmm. to where they can have their own yeah, and do their own thing. There, there's a certain joy in that. It is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, they say uh real, real leaders give other people opportunities off of like their, their own skill sets and strengths, you know? Um, oh, I agree with that 100%. Yeah, but so that, that's what I've, that's what I've been doing. I've been thankful just to, this, this is the only beginning, you know, I just want to be able to use my, my media platform to inspire and inform, you know? Little- well, and one nice thing, well, one nice thing I like about the, the trucking industry is, you know, the, the, we talked about this a minute. It was like, it literally does not matter, you know, short, tall, fat, mm-hmm. you know, white, black, Hispanic, all that matters is that you have a commitment to the job. You get the stuff there on time, yeah. and you don't break stuff. Yeah, you don't break anything. You get it there on time. You do what you got to do. Yeah. You make money. And you don't break anyone along the process, <laughs> right? Yeah, is it, or or just don't tell anybody you broke right. anything. It's like, Shh. but you know, I mean, it's yeah. like all that matters. The only time, but on the other hand, the only time they really think that anybody will think you're like important is when you break something or you're late. Mm. But you know, for the most part, if if you have bad weather or something, yeah, or the truck breaks down, people aren't gonna. It's not a big deal. Yeah, you know, it's just it's part of the business. Mm-hmm. But you know, you have a, you have to have a sense of urgency as long as you have a sense of urgency. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you because know, I mean, that's you know, as far as you know, I can tell that's the only thing that matters. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, you know, you you have some contact information. You'd send it to me. Yeah. What I'll do is I'll put it in the show notes also, and then okay. you go ahead and spit it out now. Okay, yeah, I could be reached at um, uh, Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, dot E as in Edward Smith, 81, at gmail.com. Um, I have a box truck course that uh, we're offering uh, for people that's just trying to like, get into the industry. Non-CDL required um, pretty much takes you A through Z on how to uh, start that company up, um, everything from getting your uh, – Articles of incorporation, DOT, MC number, load board stuff, insurance, all the stuff that people don't want to do <laughs> in order to start um, their trucking company. So it's pretty comprehensive. And so um, you guys could reach out to me on that or go to www.stretch.money.com. Uh, that's one of my partners uh, where the, um, the program is, is on their platform. Yeah, so doing that, got a podcast dropping uh, probably sometime August um, called Road to Success uh, with a gentleman who has experience in the trucking industry, also formerly incarcerated, uh, did about 20 years. And so, yeah, we'll be hearing more more inspiring stories, more education, and uh, just some good old entertainment. So, um, See, I love that. I love that. Now, now I've, no, I've personally never been incarcerated, but my first wife was a real bitch. Does that count? Oh, okay. I mean, I guess I guess that could count. Does that count? Because I mean, cause I guess I guess it's it's a form of imprisonment. I guess. 
It, 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 it was the worst torture I've ever experienced <laughs> in my life. It was worse than even being in the army. Oh, wow. Okay. So I'm just saying, maybe I'm, can I, can I, I can count that, right? Uh, some, somewhat. <laughs> okay. Cause that's what I was hoping for. Cause I mean, but no, I know what it's like though. It's like, I mean, seriously, what Aaron's talking about here is like, if you're down and out, you're not, you're, you're not, things aren't clicking for you for whatever reason. And let's face it, a lot of people we know that got successful were successful because their mom or their dad knew somebody or helped them up or gave them a leg up. Mm -hmm. So a lot of us that don't have those kind of connections, especially when you're younger, we got to look for this stuff and we got to make it happen on our own. Mm -hmm. And if, and you know, Aaron's one of these guys, you know, you're, you're that guy that's going to help somebody come up because you, you know what it's like to be down. Yeah, for sure. You know, and there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with you if you're down oh. it's just it just you're just down yeah. it's, it happens to everybody you gotta bounce back though yeah and you gotta get your click yeah. and that's what it is it's it's not about being down that's the problem it's about not, not getting up yeah not getting up yeah. you can't give up yeah. never give up there you go yeah as long as you never give up you'll find your path you'll find you know, you'll find magically you'll find the person you're supposed to find mm -hmm. you know you'll you'll get ahead then you'll magically meet that that person you want to marry or whatever then you, I mean, everything will magically just work out, and nobody knows why. It just does. Yeah, true. But you can't give up. You got to keep pushing. Perseverance is everything, you know. Yeah, because I know it worked for me. Yeah. I, I moved from LA to Wisconsin. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, maybe it's the power of cheese. I don't know. It can always be worse, you know. At the end of the day, like that's what you know. I, yeah, I, we I, could I, live in Jersey. Yeah, I, I would tell myself that when I was, you know, incarcerated. You know, I have a, a twelve-year sentence. I have to do almost a decade before I'm released. But, you know, there were some people that, that had a life sentence that would, you know, jump up and down if they had my 12-year sentence. So, you know, it's, it's all about perspective. And so I learned to uh, look at things differently through a different lens. And um, yeah, so that kind of helped me get through along with my faith in God. But uh, absolutely, man, it's all about perspective. And, you know, it can, it can always be worse for you, for sure. Well, yeah, and then also the transportation industry, like you said, really needs people, yeah. and they need go-getters. And if you were doing something else, and I think this is a smart thing you said, it's like I'm doing the same thing. I'm just selling a different product. Right. Yeah. You know, because that's 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 what you are. You're a salesman. Yeah. You know, but yeah, you're doing this thing, and you get into the transportation industry. You could go. You never know where you could yeah. go to. You <laughs> could. You could. You could. Uh, you know, you could go anywhere, yeah. you know. Yeah, I tell people all the time, you know, everything moves by, you know, water, air, train, you know, plane, like anything. And so um, transportation is key to our existence, you know, everything that we're wearing, everything in our house. And so you just have to find your lane and, and find your niche within it. Oh, yeah. Well, and then another nice thing about it, is that as uh, once you start driving or okay first if you start working the dock because you got to start off somewhere you start working the dock then you start seeing where all this stuff goes mm -hmm. and it's like oh wow i didn't know that i didn't know that this was the way it does or you start driving you start going into places where they like i went up to ford and it was like wow i got to watch them make cars while i was waiting for my load you know i went into a cookie factory and they're like oh take all the cookies you want mm -hmm. and i was like oh that's awesome and then i looked around and everybody weighed like 400 pounds right, yeah. like, oh, no. right. i'm like well maybe i'll put some of these back right, yeah. <laughs> you know but you know stuff like that you know what i mean yeah yeah no yeah, absolutely yeah and then you know and then uh you know and then you get to see uh you know you get to go up to like utah nebraska 
you get to drive across these crazy places you get to go mm-hmm. you know you'll see like meteor showers guys that you know like me grew up in la you and chicago never saw a meteor shower yeah first time i saw one i was like oh my god what the hell is this yeah. <laughs> you know and it was like you know you get to see things and then you get to and it, so it opens up your head to possibilities because mm-hmm. you'll see things you've never done before you know or you'll uh like i've been to uh uh rail yards i've been to i hate rail yards but I'll go to rail yards, especially the one in Chicago. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like oh, oh, they're horrible. But go to rail yards, or you could go to, um, you know, like the the docks. Mm-hmm. You know, pick up stuff at the docks. You go to the airport. Yeah, I literally, I would literally go to the airport and be like right on the airport property picking up planes. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, oh, don't go past that white line right there because that's where the planes land. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, uh. Uh, okay, do I, should I even be here? <laughs> you know, I'm a semi truck on an on an airport runway. You know, yeah, yeah. But no, you. It's like you said, everything's got to go, and if it's got to go fast, you. It's got to. It's gonna be in a truck at some point. Yep, yep. Everything. In fact, people listening here have stuff that either was in my truck or Aaron's truck in their house. Yeah, I guarantee. Yeah, something. It might even be just a roll of toilet paper. Yeah. It might be you know piece of furniture whatever yeah. somewhere along the line yeah. somebody's got or or, or or the paper that created the roll of toilet paper you know oh yeah or the or yeah, the supply you know, anything anything within that supply chain you know yeah and you could pick up any like uh i picked up uh uh scrap paper from disney world mm-hmm. they took it up to green bay and they turned it into paper towels so your people, your paper towels was probably the trash yeah. that came out of Disney World. Yeah. So when you're wiping your face, just keep that in mind. Yeah. That, that was that, that used to be a hot dog wrapper. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or uh, yeah. uh, one, or you'll see things like crazy things like, uh, uh, oh, I was down in a. And this is a big scam. This is a huge scam. Uh, picked up uh, books, right? Scrap books. And what it was is, um, I see that, I. I no, it was scrapbooks, right? And it was all, it was in 2000. It was all Y2K books uh-huh. and Ann Coulter books. And I was like, oh, wow. why are you, why are we shipping these to the scrap? Wow. You know, the, they're like, that, that book's on the, the crazy top 100 list wow. for crazy people. Yeah. And they're like, oh, what they do is they buy the books and then they scrap them. So it makes it look like they're selling more. Oh, who does that? It's all them crazy people. Oh, like, uh, uh, like Ann Coulter. Uh, I'll give you an example uh trump's kid what's his name the the older the one who wrote the book he um his book was on the number one bestseller list in the new york times the day that the book came out (laughs) it's like come on man this shit shit came out this morning (laughs) but if you look there's a little asterisk this is group sales what that means was is that the 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 Republican Party bought like tons of his books to give out. Okay, right. Yeah. So it pushed the numbers up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So everybody's got their uh, everybody's got their scam. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I was like, they call, they, they, they call that a hack now. <laughs> oh, it's definitely it's. No, I call it a scam. Yeah, it's not a hack, right? <laughs> is you know it's like it's but that's what they'll do. And I thought to myself, man, I bet you that warehouse where I picked up all them books probably got a bunch of his books <laughs> just ready to be scrapped. <laughs> They gotta turn it into toilet paper, <laughs> and even that might not be good for it. Right. I'm just saying. I'm I'm just saying. I'm just saying, because uh, you know my my politics are uh, are f- fall into the line of uh, don't mess with me. I won't mess with yeah. you. And, you know, but when they yeah, when you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. You know, I just drive a truck, man. 
you know. Yeah. But, <laughs> but so anyway, what I'll do is I'll put out any, any anybody's interested in con- contacting there, especially if you're in the Chicago area, because you can actually meet up with him. Yeah, no, then, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Then I'll 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 put the information in the show notes. Okay, cool, man. Sounds like a plan, man. Thank you for having me on. Really appreciate oh, no it, man. And uh, yeah, definitely reach out. In fact, uh, I'm gonna read since I'm in Wisconsin, I'm gonna go look up some really expensive steakhouse in Chicago, and I'll let you take me there. Okay, that that'll work, man. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll just, I'll just take you. I'll, I'll take you there. You just pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> that'll work. Yeah, weird. Uh, uh, it's really funny. I, I was laughing because you guys don't see this, but I can see Aaron's background. And his view of the world is basically my view of the world, except it's a hundred miles south of me, and he's right on Lake Michigan, and I'm right on Lake Michigan, and uh, it's I don't know, it was just kind of kind of weirded me out there for a second to yeah, to look at that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I had a fun time talking to you. I'm going to post this on. Uh, it'll go out third. Oh man, it's a beautiful view. It's going out Thursday, and then uh, like I said, uh, send me all your sh- whatever you want me to put in the contact information you show notes. Okay, cool. Thank and you. I'll put it right in there, and then uh, of course we'll 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 uh, uh, we'll follow up in a couple months. Okay. And see how you're doing. All right, cool. Man. But Thank there you. there's a this is I think this is important because there is a shortage. Yeah. And there's guys with that that they need. Yeah. They're not dumb guys, but they just need a little direct. Hey, I'm, I'm, if I could just say this: if, you, if there's any carriers on here, 3PLs, or just or in any companies that um, they're looking to kind of reach out to this population, definitely reach out to me. Um, I can be some kind of a you know a conduit, if you will, <laughs> to uh, kind of get get that get that talent on board with you all, man. Because it's men and women that have a background and you know they, they want to do the work and. A lot of companies are, you know, sometimes they, they they're not into, um, you know, hiring people that kind of made these mistakes. But nevertheless, these are some of the best, you know, workers that you, you want to have. And so, absolutely, reach out to me. Let's have a conversation about that. Yeah, all they need is a roadmap. That's it. People need a roadmap, yeah. and they need a chance. Yeah. If you don't know that this thing exists that you can do, then you won't be able to do it. Yeah. But sometimes people just need a, they just need a roadmap. They just need a map. Yeah. They just need a little direction. And the best way to get direction is from getting it from people who are doing it like you are. And then not to get it from the government, not to get those kind of programs. It's best to get it from your peers that want to help. They want to see you succeed. And I take it, you know, just from talking, I can see in your eyes. If you help out a guy and he surpasses you, that's awesome. Yeah, I ain't troubled about that. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, you know, th- I mean that's what it's all about, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean that that's how you measure success, right? It's it's I mean you could do it by money, whatever, yeah. but seeing like, you know, when they have the kids and then the, you, you that's success to yeah. me. Yeah. That's how I look at it. So anyway, it was a great chat. I'm gonna post this on Thursday. Okay, cool. Uh uh and then um uh we'll we'll hook up again and then like I said, just email me. Uh, the information okay or have cassandra do it you know since she's sending messages every two minutes yeah she's great man she, she's a she's a communicator for sure <laughs> yeah i feel like it was like a she was like a like an m16 <laughs> on automatic texting <laughs> yeah. yeah so it was like it was awesome yeah cool man. so anyway so good luck aaron i'm really i i, I support personally myself i support anybody that their success involves helping others out. Yeah. You know, I did it with a friend of mine. He was, you know, he was incarcerated. 
he got out he'd been out a couple of years mm-hmm. and he got into the trucking and he was you know he wasn't doing bad but he wasn't doing great either yeah. now now he's got a house yeah. he's got a family he's got a couple of kids when he was living yeah. in la he didn't have nothing going on he made just enough to get by yeah. you know and his industry was going out and it's like he was working in a print shop and it was you know it just wasn't working mm-hmm. everybody was outsourcing but then he started getting ahead now he's now he's doing just fine in fact i talked to him before before I talk to you, just to get some ideas. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And he's like, because, you know, maybe he got some insight I don't have. Yeah. But, you know, he's doing, you know, you'd never know that about him, you know, that he was hurting back then. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what I think is fantastic is, is you know, I, I looked at his success as you know, my success. And he's like, oh, thank you. I said, no, 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 man. You did this all yourself. I just gave you a roadmap. That's it. So, you know, I told you that this was available, gave him, and gave then he him did. Access. Yeah, and he did the re- he did the, he did it all on his own. Yeah. He went and got a CDL. Yeah. He went and learned how to drive, even though he was shit driver in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, you have no idea how hard it was to sleep. Yeah, I was back there and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, he can't shift for shit. What the hell? And then it was like, wait a minute, we're driving an automatic. What the hell is he doing? And so, but he got better. Of course, all new drivers are a little rough. It's to be expected. Yeah. So anyway, I'll let you go, Aaron. Okay, cool, man. Thank you for having me on again, and thank everyone uh, who's listening as well. So peace out. Oh, no problem. And like I said, Thursday, it'll be out Thursday. Just look for me. Okay, cool. Talk to you then. Uh, All right. Thanks, Aaron. Kingfish out. All right. Okay. That was our talk with Aaron Smith. I, uh, I believe in his mission. I want to see people get ahead. Here's the thing, man. People have done some stuff, they did some time, they paid their price. You know, give them a chance. Right? Give them a chance. That's all I say. All right, I'm going to put uh, Aaron's information in the show notes. Check it out, okay? Tell him you listen to me and you heard it here, just so he knows where it came from. All right, and like I said, that was a little weird. I was looking behind me at the same kind of windows I have at my apartment. I'm looking out the window, I'm looking at Lake Michigan, and I'm looking behind him, I'm like, wait a minute. That's 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 my view of the lake, <laughs> except I'm like a hundred miles farther north. Uh, you know, it's uh, pretty funny. So anyway, have a great day. Remember, get over for tow trucks, ambulances, fire trucks. Get over for everybody on the side of the road. All right, that's all I got. Kingfish out. <laughs>